You know, one of the biggest challenges with innovation is finding the time to innovate for senior leaders within organizations. And we have no better guest to help us with that than the author of Time Smart. Ashley Willens is with us once again. Ashley, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you back on the show. And you'll be delighted as the time smart person that you are, that this is short and sweet. But I was really intrigued by a recent HBO article that you wrote about a concept that you called agenda theater. As a time management researcher, one of the biggest time sinks in organizations are meetings, they take up a lot of time and up to 70% of managers admit that their meetings aren't as effective as they could be or should be. And especially as we're in this virtual hybrid model of work for many organizations, meetings have gone up 250% and they're getting in the way of time affluence and happiness for employees, which is a top three predictor of employee engagement right now. So in addition to writing a lot about how we should run our meetings when we get there, my collaborators and I became interested in all of the preparation and busy work that gets in the way of running an effective meeting. So we coined this term based on our research called agenda theater. So it comes from Bruce Schneider's work, who coined the term security theater to describe security measures that make people feel more secure without doing anything to actually improve their security. When it comes to meetings, agenda theater is similar. So this is the idea that we sink time and effort into agendas that create the appearance of effective meetings without these agendas actually improving the meetings we run. Um, so there's a lot of empirical evidence suggesting that Agendas do not make an effective meeting, yet our research suggests they make us feel more prepared. They make us feel more ready for the meeting, and they can actually backfire. So especially in creative meetings, in more strategy meetings, when you have those bulleted timed agendas, that gets in the way of problem-solving, free-flowing discussion. And in publishing this article, we've also heard a lot from leaders saying agendas can feel really one-sided. When you as the meeting leader come in with this very detailed agenda that makes you feel great, makes you feel like the meeting is going to go amazing, other people in that meeting feel like you're dominating the meeting with your thoughts. And even people are sharing stories about people bringing in PDFs that are 10 pages long into senior leadership meetings and saying, this is exactly what we're going to talk about. And here's all of my ideas about the issue that we're trying to solve. And this really makes employees feel like you don't trust them, that you don't actually want to hear your their thoughts. And so this is why we really are focused on agenda theater as something that makes the leader who's running the meeting feel good, but can actually be counterproductive to the meeting, the purpose of the meeting um, in and of itself. So if agendas are not the be all and end all, if we shouldn't come into every meeting with a detailed, bulleted, time stamped, very, very detailed agenda, what should we do instead? So we talk about how it is really important to think about the meeting with the end in mind. So just ask yourself, what do I hope to achieve in this meeting? And you should really go in as a meeting leader preparing for an outcome-driven meeting, trying to move a conversation in a direction of solving a specific goal, a specific problem. So when you're planning for a meeting, start with the why. What's the specific purpose of having the meeting? What do you hope to accomplish? And your answer to this question will inform 
how you approach the rest of your preparation. So it's really worth starting with the end in mind. Then you want to move on to the what. So once you've identified the goal that you want to achieve, will a simple freeform discussion be enough? If yes, then your preparation is done. <laughs> you don't even need to go into a timed bulleted agenda. Maybe if, just trust your colleagues. Uh, they're really smart, capable people. A lot of meetings can get solved by having an informal conversation as opposed to a really formal and structured agenda. You also want to think about not overdoing the how. So some goals benefit from structured, facilitated conversations like design brainstorms. But in our own work, we've, again, found that when we plan a structure in advance, we often end up abandoning those plans during the meeting anyway. So structuring a meeting in real time as a team can bring the group together and keep everyone present and engaged. And I just want to underscore that you want to be careful with the when. So it's tempting to put time limits on everything. 10 minutes for the first topic, five minutes for the second, 10 minutes for an icebreaker. But in our experience, it's very difficult to stick to these schedules and they can create counterproductive meeting dynamics and time stress. So usually more isn't better. If you're coming into an upcoming important meeting, try to take out some of the structure as opposed to putting in more structure and see how that changes the dynamics of the meeting itself. Actually, that last one you mentioned about the, the when, don't overdo the when. So we have 10 minutes per topic, etc. That's something that I find all the time where people will be quiet and you might ask any afterwards, if you're in person, walking out of the meeting, kind of going, uh, what did you think of that? And you go, Oh, well, you know, we were running out of time. So I didn't bother saying anything. And they could have a gem of a piece of information. But it's that that stops them saying it. So research shows that especially for creative projects, sticking to a rigid plan may keep you from talking long enough for the best idea to emerge. So especially for your most important creative brainstorming meetings, you want lots of open-ended time and not too much structure to allow silence, to allow people to think, synthesize the ideas they're hearing and come back with the solution. Actually, that was magnificent. Again, meetings are a thing most of us really, really struggle with. I certainly do. And I love your work. I love all the tips and the psychological aspects of your brilliant book time smart I highly recommend you get a copy of this if you're interested in safeguarding your time Ashley does a brilliant job in teaching us how to do that Ashley, you're working on some other projects maybe you'll give us a little teaser of what they're about I am working on a second book project looking at how to be more intentional about our time in this hybrid model of work that we find ourselves in. So stay tuned for more on that topic. Do you give keynotes all over the world? You run workshops, etc. Where can people find you to find out about that work? You can learn more about my ongoing work and writing at ashleywillens.com. I also have a monthly newsletter where I share my latest musings on time use and happiness. It's always great to talk to you author of Time Smart, how to reclaim your time and live a happier life. And that article I'll link to in the show notes. Ashley Willens, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me.